morning, church. My name's Santi Feet. We're going to start tonight by praising our incredible God. So will you join us as we lift our hands, lift our voices? Come on.
Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you that you are alive. Thank you that you are not a dusty myth in a dry old book, but you're a living person. You're the King of kings and the Lord of lords, Father. And we stand here tonight as your people, and we're here to lift up the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, let's lift our hands all over the room tonight. You know, uh, we're here to pray, and we're really glad that you came out to join us to pray. But, uh, you know, you always start a good session of prayer with a good session of praise. And uh, it's a really important thing for, for God's people to set the atmosphere. The psalmist said that uh, you have enthroned yourself on the praises of your people, God. And so what happens is we are extending God's kingdom, even over the atmosphere of our lives, over the atmosphere of this place, over the atmosphere of Central Australia, purely by praising and worshipping Jesus. And so uh, I don't know if there's like a little bit of that chorusy thing or something we could sing again, Peter, in just a moment. But, um, you know, while we're in this moment of praise and worship, let's just be aware that what we're doing is not just karaoke. We're doing something that affects the atmosphere of Alice Springs. And I'm sure there's probably churches all over town doing something similar. And praise God for that, hey? That's something that from a God's eye perspective, you can just see beams of light from all over Alice Springs as the people of God are lifting up the name of Jesus Christ. Now, let me just tell you before we praise, this is what we're going to do. Paul said this to Timothy in uh, 2 Timothy and chapter 2. He said, I urge then, first of all, that petitions prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people. I want you to think about the way that Paul thinks about prayer. Four words, petitions, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving, that they be made for all people. I was reading this in the Greek yesterday, and in the Greek, it can easily be translated on behalf of all people. And it's a powerful thought, really, to think about what Paul was asking for the church to do. I want the church to stand in on behalf of those who will never pray, on behalf of those who will never worship, on behalf of those who will never seek God. I want the church to seek God on their behalf. And that's, a, that's why a town needs a, a praying church. That's why our world needs a praying church. I urge then that these four types of prayer would be offered on behalf of all people. For kings and those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. This is good and pleases God our Saviour, who wants all people to be saved and come to a knowledge of the truth. So that's why we need a praying church in a town, isn't it? That, that God actually loves people and He wants them to find Him and He wants the church to be praying for them and on their behalf standing. I don't know if you've ever studied these four types of words before, but let me give you a crash course in Paul's lesson on prayer to Timothy. Are you ready for it? First of all, the word petitions. I urge then, first of all, that petitions be made. This word petition is from the Greek word deesis, and it means this, deeply felt requests. Deeply felt requests. You ever had such a difficult situation that you knew the only place to turn was God? Maybe you've turned up to a prayer. Maybe tonight you turn up to a prayer meeting with a deep burden in your heart and a deep need in your heart for something going on. And you thought, man, I just need to pray about that. Well, Paul says to Timothy, I want the church to feel like that on behalf of all men, on behalf of their region, on behalf of the cities of Ephesus. That's where Paul was writing to. I want deeply felt requests to be lifted up on behalf of all of them. That's petitions, requests we take personally. We're not just emotionally distant from it. We're not numb about it. We take these prayer requests very personally. And tonight we're going to pray for the hundreds of prayer needs that people have sent us to pray in our prayer meeting this evening. And Paul said, hey, let's just not let it be religious. Let's let them be deeply felt personal prayer requests. 
the great Bible scholar Gleason Archer, Gleason Archer, he said this, that the word deesis, petition, means an intense request made by the petitioner who is deeply and personally involved with the process. Can you feel the compassion that you need in your heart to pray for someone? Here's the second word, prayers. Prayers is the word prosukamai, prosukamai. Sounds like something you put on pizza, doesn't it? And it focuses on the devotional aspect of communing with God, which means prayer is not just asking God to do something, but prayer is also just a way of knowing God and being known by Him. And so when we pray, one of the things we're doing is we're communing with God. Prosukamai means to wish, to mutter, to mutter, to meditate, to ask, to pray, to mumble towards God. It's made up of two words, yukumai, which means to wish and mutter and mumble, a very meditative word actually. And then the word pros, which means towards. So this form of prayer is where what we do is we're just knowing God more and being known by Him as we commune with God. And that's part of what we're here to do tonight as well. We're going to lift up petitions, but we're just going to talk to God. Is that okay? Then he says, intercession. Let there be intercession. This word is the word tigakano, very hard to pronounce in the Greek. And it means to approach the king on behalf of another. And actually it comes from the ancient world, which was you know, an, an aristocratic uh, society. And if the king was mad with you and the king wanted you dead or wanted to steal your property or something, it would have been very dangerous for you to directly go to the king yourself and ask for mercy and ask for help. And so what you would do is you would find a diplomat that would go to the king on your behalf, usually a friend of the king's who would come and represent you towards the king so that a favourable outcome would be achieved. And in scripture, this is how our word intercession is translated. And it's actually a word that is commonly used in regards to the prayer of the people of God, that we have the ministry of intercession. Not sure if all of you were in our morning service this morning, but I talked about this myth. And the myth is that there is such a group of people uh, in the New Testament called intercessors that are like this special crew, that they're the ones entrusted with prayer uh, and, and that that doesn't apply to everybody else. But listen, you can't find anywhere in Scripture where that is taught. Somebody challenged me between services about that and said, oh, you know, what about this passage and this passage? It's not in there. It's not in there. The gift of intercessor is not in any of the gift lists in the New Testament. Ephesians 4, Romans 12, 1 Corinthians 12. And I'll tell you why it's not in there. Because the calling of all of the church is to be intercessors. All of the church. So Paul says it clearly here. It's one of the times where the word intercessor is used. I ask that prayers, petitions, prosukamai, and intercessions be made for all people. And then he says in, down in verse 8 of this, Therefore I want men everywhere to pray, lifting up holy hands without anger or disputing. So if you're an intercessor here, don't be angry that I've said you don't have a ministry. You do have one, but guess what that means? Everybody has it. This was my point from this morning that the entire church is called to the ministry of intercession. Think about how we are situated in this world, friends. That we stand before God the great King on behalf of those that don't know God. And we cry out to God asking him to move his hand. Abraham did it when God had revealed to him that Sodom and Gomorrah's days were numbered. Abraham stood and he interceded for them. The first ever model of an intercessor used in the language of Scripture. And now Paul says to Timothy, well, God wants everyone to know him. And that's why the church has to bring prayers of intercession. The church has to come to God on behalf of the world. And why? Because God is concerned for all men and wants them all to come to a knowledge of the truth. And so we're going to pray. And here's the last word, thanksgivings. Thanksgivings. And it's what we started doing tonight. It's just praising and worshipping God and being thankful and celebrating God. 
And so for Paul in that very concise teaching to Timothy, the young pastor who's in charge of the whole city of Ephesus, they say when the letter was written, there was 100,000 believers in that town. And Timothy was barely 30 years old. Imagine having such responsibilities, hey? Well, now you know why Paul said, look, Timothy, just get everybody to pray. And so we're going to pray together as well. And we've got these four things. We've got thanksgiving, praise and worship. We've got petitions, which is where we come and out of motivation of love and compassion, we deeply feel the needs of those around us and we bring them to God in prayer. It's just prayer, prosukamai. We're connecting to God. We're knowing Him and being known by Him. And what did I miss? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving prayer, petition, intercession, (laughs) where we come to God, the great King, on behalf of those, maybe those who will never come unless we pray they will. Is that all right? So what we're going to do tonight is we're going to just braid all of those different areas together. We've got a bunch of areas where we're going to pray and uh, we don't want you like, you know, to burn out or whatever. So hopefully you brought some Gatorade or something like that. And uh, now here's the rules. Here's the rules. You're allowed at times to pray quiet. Okay. You can pray contemplative, but you just can't do that all night because ultimately these acts of prayer in scripture, they are verbal words. They are not mental words. Do you know the difference? A verbal word is we're actually doing something. A mental word is we're just thinking about doing it, okay? And so I'm big on contemplation and the contemplative prayer, but not in corporate prayer meetings because actually we're here to join our voices together and to raise our voices to heaven. And that means we actually do that, all right? So here's the deal. Anyone on this stage or in this area with a microphone leading in prayer, your job is not to listen to them pray. Your job is to join them in prayer. Okay, so our job is to join each other in prayer. So if someone's standing up here praying, right, here's the deal. You are not bound by the words they say in their prayer. You're going to stand in unity with them and pray along the lines that they're praying. Let's focus on the same stuff together. But I want to hear this room filled with the people of God raising their voices in prayer as well. You know, if you've got a better prayer than them, you just yell it out. That's fine. That's no worries at all. It's a uniquely Western thing for people to go quiet in prayer meetings. Everywhere I've been around the world, prayer meetings are noisy places. And in Scripture, prayer meetings were noisy places. You know, in uh, the book of Acts, the prayer meeting erupted because of the power of the Holy Spirit that all the bystanders went, surely they're drunk. Why are they, why are they having a riot like that? Oh, I like that type of prayer meeting. And so I want you to raise your voices, okay? You can sit, you can stand, you can walk around, you can uh, spread yourself through the chairs and walk around those chairs if you want to as well. Um, look, This is not a normal church service, okay? In a normal church service, we're very mindful of people who've come in that are visiting, they're guests, they don't know Jesus maybe, and we want to make sure that everything we do is a communication job to nudge them closer to the kingdom. So I don't know everybody who came tonight primarily because I can't quite see to the back of the room based on our lighting arrangements in this room. It's a bit dark up the back, okay? So I don't know if there's extra special guests who don't know Jesus in our midst, but we're probably going to assume most people came to a prayer meeting because you wanted to come to a prayer meeting, all right? And so what that means is that the standard rules don't apply, <laughs> all right? You don't have to be as orderly as you need to at other times. You know what I'm saying, church? You can, you can pray. You can speak out in your prayer language if you want to. Uh, if God gives you a word, you can come down and talk to me about it and we'll see whether or not that's something appropriate to be shared with the whole group or not. And uh, that's okay. I'm guessing that everyone in the room is here to press through and to dig through into heaven's roof. Who can give me an amen on that? So what we're going to do is we're going to, uh, Petey's going to lead us or the team are going to lead us in another song and then we're just going to sort of uh, meander in and out of prayerfulness as we praise and worship God together. Is that okay? Awesome. So let's make some noise, church.
you know, we, uh, we just have so many prayer needs in our church. You can see these cards I'm holding in my hand. This is only a small portion of the number of prayer requests that we've received today from different people for and on behalf of their friends, for family members, for themselves. And maybe you're in this room and you also put one of these prayer requests in. So I'm holding in my hand all the prayer needs that uh, were written by people who are praying for healing of some description. And it's incredible, church. You know, you think about who has been through our doors today and have a look at the size of that pile of people with needs in their body, needs with illness in their family. And, you know, I I praise God, so many of you put in a prayer request for friends or for loved ones who are not able to make it to church or they don't live in Alice Springs. And uh, we're going to join together tonight our hearts and our faith and believe that what Jesus said, when you join together and you ask anything in my name, I will do it. And so who can believe with me that we'll stretch our hands out and our faith out tonight to believe for recovery for these people? You know, Jesus said, you'll lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. And we know that God answers prayer, doesn't he? And so we're going to believe for a breakthrough in the lives of everybody who's put forward one of these prayer requests, just specifically for healing. There are so many. We've probably got numerous piles and people are going to get up and and pray over the various uh, groups of prayer requests tonight. But before we get to our prayer cards unless you're already on one of these cards. If you have a need for a physical healing in your body, we want to pray for you as well. We want to pray for you because we know that really God does amazing things when God's people pray. And so a prayer meeting is one of the best places to come and pray for healing. And uh, look, we've got a COVID safe plan, which is just such a pain for a church. You know, we're not allowed to hug and we've got to be 1.5 meters away. And we understand why it's necessary. And we certainly yield to the wisdom of the government that's asking us to do this. So what we can't do is we can't do what we normally do in our uh, prayer meetings when we pray for the sick and lay hands on everybody and all that sort of stuff. But I don't think it's against the law for you to come and stand down the front and we pray for you from a 1.5 meter distance, would you? So if you would like prayer for healing in your body, Not if you're standing in for someone else. This is just about you. I want you to leave your seat and come and stand down here right now. And we're just going to spend some time praying for you as well. And we want to make sure that we're including you and we're focusing our faith and our belief for your recovery as well. There's a few people coming, so I'm just going to give people an opportunity to move out of their seats. You know, there are so many prayer requests in here for people with heart issues, kidney issues, cancers, all sorts of sicknesses and illnesses. And and then have a look in our family here as well. There's people in this room tonight just come and stand down the front folks this is just so that we know that we can be praying for you okay this is our family that's walked out the front church our brothers and sisters and there's all sorts of needs here and they've taken a step of faith not only by being here but now by coming and standing out the front as well So if you're in the seated area, what I want you to do is I want you to stretch your hand out towards these people that are standing out in the front tonight. And I want us as a church to begin to pray. Let's believe right now. Let's engage our hearts. Join together, standing in unity. Father, we thank you. Let's have everyone in this church raise their voices. Thank you, Father. Lord, I thank you right now for the power of the Holy Spirit moving in the body of every person standing out the front here, believing for healing. We thank you, Lord, for your freedom. We thank you right now for the power of the Holy Spirit, Father. We thank you right now for the power of the Holy Spirit, that you are moving in people's lives, 
that you are moving in people's bodies right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus. Come on, church. Keep praying. Keep pressing in. Keep praying. Father, we thank you right now for a wave of miracles in this church and in this town. Right now in the bodies of people from the top of their head to the bottom of their feet, standing at the front of this room tonight, Lord, for healing right now. Healing right now. Recovery right now. In Jesus' name. Father, your word says, by the stripes of Jesus Christ, we are healed. And we thank you right now, Father, in Jesus' name, for breakthrough. Thank you for victory. Thank you for resurrection life. Thank you for the flow of the Holy Spirit, Father, in Jesus' name in this place tonight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Come on, let's just begin to thank God, church. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you for life. We thank you for goodness. We thank you for healing. Thank you for your flow of life, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, church. Let's keep pressing through. Let's keep pressing through. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you that you are good and you do good, Father. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. And while we're praying, church, let's just, you know, there's all sorts of needs physically in these cards. There's people with cancer, people with heart problems, people with kidney problems, people with anxiety and depression, people separated from family by addiction and alcohol and drugs and all sorts of stuff. And what I want you to do is I want you to stretch your hand out towards these prayer cards. All it is is us saying we're agreeing together. You don't know everything or everyone written on these cards, but God sure does. But God sure does. And we can believe together that God will move in the lives of every person represented by one of these cards right now. So come on, let's lift up our voices for a few minutes. Let's spend some time right now just praying right now for physical healing, physical recovery in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank You. Thank You right now. Then every challenge represented on one of these cards, You are Lord Jesus. You are Lord. We declare the Lordship of Jesus over these challenges. We declare the goodness of God over these challenges, Father. We thank You right now. Jesus, You are Lord over cancer and we come against it in the Name of Jesus Christ. We come against kidney failure in the Name of Jesus Christ. We come against heart problems in the Name of Jesus Christ. And Lord, we pray that You would move in a wave of healing over every need on these cards, Father. Thank You right now for the power of God being released from heaven to move in these situations, Father, in Jesus' Name. Thank You for Your goodness. Thank You for Your provision. Thank You for Your healing, Father. Heal, a wave of healing, a wave of miracles, Father. In Jesus, we stand in the gap tonight, Lord. And we believe for our brothers and sisters to experience a breakthrough of Your grace and Your goodness in their challenges today, in Jesus' Name. Father, we thank You. We thank You. We thank You, Father. For mental health challenges represented in these cards, Father, we pray for a wave of Your peace, a wave of Your peace, a wave of Your clarity, God. We come against anxiety and depression in the Name of Jesus. We come against addiction in the Name of Jesus Christ, Lord. All sorts of pain and emotional angst and grief and loss, we come against it tonight, Father. We pray, let there be a wave of healing in these issues, God, in Jesus' Name. Heal our friends. Lord, move in their lives, we pray, in the Name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
Let's pray for the people represented on these cards that are in hospital. Many of you have put prayer requests in or people that we know in hospital have put prayer requests in. Come on, let's believe that even in their hospital bed right now, they can know the touch of God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, right now. Thank you, Lord. Those watching online needing healing, you're touching their lives and touching their bodies right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. You know, there's someone in these prayer cards that has an issue with bleeding. And let's just pray that that's going to be rectified right now in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you right now. We thank you, Father. You are the same yesterday, today and forever, Lord God. Nothing is impossible for you. And so we declare your healing into that body, into that situation. Let that blood flow stop in the name of Jesus Christ, Father. We thank you for it, Lord. Thank you for it, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Lord God, Lord God, Lord God. You know, there's so much sickness in our region, isn't there, church? Let's pray over Alice Springs, Central Australia, for a wave of God's miracle-working power to bring life to people's broken bodies. Let Lord, let your name be famous in all the earth because of a wave of healing that comes to Central Australia, Lord. A sign and a wonder in this day and age, God, that you are alive and you are moving. And we come against sickness in the name of Jesus Christ and the power of the enemy to rob and kill and destroy life. We rebuke it in Jesus' name. Father, we ask, let your grace pour out in this region. Lord, let your grace pour out in this region. Keep raising your voice, people of God, right where you are, right where you are. Why don't you sing out in prayer? Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Come on, let's keep believing. A wave of healing across Central Australia. A wave of healing for renal failure and kidney issues, for blood issues, for diabetes, for heart problems. Father, we thank you. You are Lord. You are Lord. We call on your power, Father. Father, we pray against the spirit of addiction over this region in Jesus' name for drugs and alcohol, Father. We come against it in Jesus' name. We pray, Father, that you would just give us a season of grace in that area, Lord. Break addictions. Help people find freedom, Father, in Jesus' name. Use the people of God to pray. Use the people of God to break bondages, Lord. We pray against addiction to alcohol, against addiction to gambling, against addiction to drugs of all kinds, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. And we push it back tonight in Jesus' name. We take authority over spirits of grief and trauma over this region, Father. 
that drive people to all sorts of terrible things. We take authority over our town in the name of Jesus Christ. And we declare the goodness of God. We declare the goodness of God. Lord, let the light of the gospel shine on our springs. Come on, let's just start praying for our town that the light of God would shine bright. Every church, every ministry, every believer in this town, that they would be salt and light. That we would push back the darkness in Alice Springs and see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Father, we pray for gospel advancement in Alice Springs. Gospel advancement in Alice Springs, Lord. The goodness of God in a wave of healing across this land. A wave of healing across this land, Father. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. You know, church, there are, there are numerous prayer requests here for people who've had accidents of various descriptions, car accidents and accidents at work and all sorts of debilitating ones. And let's just pray. Some of them have had a protracted battle with their health as they've seen recovery slow and rehab slow. Let's just pray for the people represented in these cards who are undergoing lengthy recovery processes. Let's believe God for his sovereignty to superintend over their lives, hey? Father, we thank you. Thank you for your grace for these people in recovery, Lord. Lord, we ask that you would expedite that recovery supernaturally in Jesus' name. Give us great testimonies, Father, of people experiencing healing right now in Jesus' name. Healing, Father, from long-term back and neck issues and skeletal issues and muscular issues, Father, and damaged tissue in their organs. Father, we thank you right now for healing in Jesus' name. Healing from for car accidents and people who've suffered accidents at work and with animals, Father. We pray in the name of Jesus for a wave of your healing power on these things, Father. In Jesus' name. Every prayer request written down in my hand, God. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your breakthrough, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Can you get the band to lead us in another song, hey? Let's just worship Jesus together for a little bit and then we'll just, uh, you can catch your breath for a second and then we'll get up and we'll just pray for some more things. We've got plenty of team members to come with lots of different needs. So stay with us, stay focused and uh, we'll pray again in a little bit. Let's just come on, let's just lift up the name of Jesus.
that stone was moved for good for the land that conquered death and the dead rose from their tombs and the angels stood in awe for the souls of all who come to the father are restored and the church of christ was born prayer cards that we're praying over tonight and this group of cards this group of people are praying over their family and their friends the amount of people in um, on these cards who have put in prayer requests for friends and family to come to know Jesus is overwhelming the amount of people who are put on here um, wanting reconciliation with family with their friends Um, people who are wanting to break cycles in their household so that they can be Christ-centred in all that they do. Families who are seeking breakthrough for their friends and their family. We're going to be praying over these needs. We're going to be praying over our needs tonight. And I just invite you, why don't you right now think of that person in your life that family member, that friend who does not know Jesus, that person that you know who is struggling and needs a breakthrough right now, um, the relationship that has been torn, may it be healed and, and reconciled in Jesus' name. Let's pray together, church. Why don't you stand with me and let's pray for those people. Let's pray over these cards. Jesus, we thank you right now that you are the God of breakthrough. God, that you see these people, you know these people, they are yours, God, and we just surrender them to you tonight. Our friends, our family, God, who are far away from you, may they find you tonight, God. May they little by little um, come to be drawn to your love and your grace to build relationship with you, God. May that happen in Jesus' name. We pray that they will find you, God. And we pray right now over anyone in this room who um, has a, a broken relationship, a torn relationship, God, we pray for your peace. 
We pray for your healing love over that right now. May it wash over us right now. Wash over these needs, God. Just your healing love that is just kind and peaceful, God. May you, um, God, your Holy Spirit be at work right now over people who have needs, over their families, God, in the households of this church, God, and outside of this room, God. Maybe for our family who are overseas right now, God, who are um, far away from us, God. May Your presence be so full right now, God, um, to wash over them. May the love that we have, God, um, for these people that, um, that is Your love, God, may it uh, shine through in the actions that we have as a church, God, as we have in our families and in our households, God. May Your Holy Spirit um, move us, God, um, that Your work will be done in Jesus' Name. And we just pray right now for any emotional needs, God, any um, breakthrough in relationship that needs to happen, God. We just pray that that would be the case, that You would do a good work tonight, God, that little by little, Your Holy Spirit uh, will continue to bring things together for Your good, God, to build Your Kingdom, God. Um, May people know the love that You have poured on us, Jesus, when You died on that cross. We thank You, God, for the reconciliation that is coming and for what You've already done and what You continue to do. In Jesus' Name. Amen, amen. Church, why don't we continue to worship together right now? Thank you, Ben.
What a powerful name it is indeed, the name of Jesus. The prayer requests I have in my hand are for people who have such important things going on in their lives and they need the Lord's provision. I have a number of requests for people asking for visas, for job situations, for people who are looking to buy homes, for people who are struggling with rent increases, for people who are struggling because they have people back home where they've come from, where there are significant physical needs that need to be met. As we pray for these, I know that each person who's put a request in here, it is so absolutely vitally important that these requests are met because it, it, it means that the next phase of their lives, what they do and what they're able to achieve is dependent on so much of what comes through with these answers to prayer. So it is so important that we stand with them recognizing how vitally important these needs are to them. Because we pray for personal needs, I just want to read a few verses that encourage us because every time we come and pray, we should be holding God to his word and saying, Father, you said this in your word, so surely you will move on our behalf. You know, in 1 Samuel 2.8, he says, it says, He raises the poor from the dust. He lifts the needy from the ash heap to make them sit with nobles and inherit a seat of honor. Both riches and honor come from you, and you rule over all. And in your hand is power and might, and it lies in your hand to make great and to strengthen everyone. Look at the birds of the air, that they do not sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not worth much more than they? My God will supply all your needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Amen. Do not worry then saying, what will we eat or what will we drink or what will we wear for clothing? For the Gentiles eagerly seek all these things. For your heavenly Father, he knows that you need all these things, but rather seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. We can take God at his word. There are people who are going through transitions in their lives, significant transitions, and they need God to move and intervene. But all these things, there are people who are struggling with, with conflicts at work and, and needing God to move in their favor. Can we not believe our God who said all these things in his word? Can we not believe him and take him at his word? So if we do that, then let us stand together tonight and remember these things as we pray. Heavenly Father, as we hold these requests in our hands and as we hold each of those requests knowing how important it is to each one, we recognize, Father, that they are crying out to you, looking for an answer, Lord, in the situation specific to their needs, Father. And we know you are a God who supplies all our needs according to your riches in glory. So, Father, this evening, Lord, we are declaring that you are a God who wants to fill us with your favor. You are a God who wants to shine your face upon us, Father, and bring us to a place of abundance and a place of plenty. Father, we are just praying that you will move on behalf of our brothers and sisters. Where there is a need for a visa, Father, you are able to move on their behalf, Father. Where there is a need for employment, Father, you are able to create favorable positions for them, Father. You are able to create, Father, 
favorable outcomes from interviews that they have, Father. Lord, for those who are looking for transitions in their lives from one stage to another, where they need, Father, your move and your provision. Father, we pray you will go before them, Father, and begin to open the doors for them, Father, because those that you open, no man can shut, and what you shut, no man can open, Father. So we are trusting right now that you are moving on their behalf, Father. Lord, we pray, Father, for those, Lord, who need, Lord, help in their, in their places of work where there is conflict and they need resolution. Father, you are a God who brings peace, Father. You're a God of justice and fairness, Father. And so you're able to move on behalf of your children, Lord, so that, Father, a favorable outcome comes out of all that they are going through, Lord. So, Father, we, as we trust in you and as we lift our voices to you, Father, we are moved for the things that move your heart. We are moved for the things that move the hearts of our brothers and sisters. And we are believing for a favorable outcome in every single situation that has been placed here. Because, Father, it is with faith that they have written these requests, believing that as we pray, we know there is going to be an answer. And as we also together stand with them, Father, hallelujah, we give you glory, honor, and praise because there is an answer already coming and there is an answer already for every single situation. So hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. In just a moment, different members of our team are going to come and just lead us in some areas of prayer that God has put on their heart. And before we do that, I have this last pile of uh, prayer cards in my hand. And all of these prayer requests had one thing in common, and that is that people were praying for Desert Life Church. They're praying for the church, praying for our specific church. There are many great churches in Alice Springs, and we're privileged to call this one our home. And uh, there's all sorts of prayer requests here. People praying over the leadership of the church, people praying for the church congregation, people praying for the various mission arms of the church and the ministries that we do, people praying for uh, um, that the congregation uh, would be good at prayer. Hey, I think that prayer got answered tonight. You guys, you guys are doing pretty well. This one. This one actually has the prayer requestee's name on it. So I'll be sure to get back to them and tell them that you answered their prayer tonight. That's pretty cool. So well done, church. Well done. You're praying really good, actually. And I'm so thrilled. Thank you. So why don't we just pray for Desert Life Church for a moment, hey? And then the band are going to lead us in one more song and we'll get some different team members just to come and, and, and lead us in prayer. But uh, let's just begin to lift up and cover Desert Life Church in prayer. You know, the truth of the matter is, I've said this numerous times this week to people, what our church most needs will not be done because we're good at programming or marketing. It won't be done because we've got great speakers or uh, leaders who are good at selling products. It will be done because of the work of God. You know what Alice Springs needs? It's not a church with a great marketing program or a great charity arm. It's a church that is moved on by God and moved through by God. So can we just pray, you know, we, we need the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives, in our church. We need God to be moving through us so that we can be His body on mission. Who can say amen to that? Come on, let's pray for Desert Life Church. Father, we pray for our church. We pray for every one of those 929 people that were on the database last time I checked the number. And we pray, Lord, that you would move in their lives by the power of your Holy Spirit, invigorate their walk with you, Father. Lord, in Jesus' name, fill them up with faith. Fill them up with the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord, in Jesus' name. Father, give them dreams and visions that they can pursue you. Wake them up in the watches of the night, Lord, to commune with you, we pray. Bring alive their Bible reading and their prayer, Father. 
Thank You for the great unity we have in our church, Lord. We have amazing unity, amazing people standing side by side together, loving each other and serving each other and giving to each other. And Father, we pray that You would set that on fire. Set our church on fire, Father. Lord, give us the fire of the Holy Spirit in our midst, God. We need Your presence, God, moving through our church, moving in our church, God. In every ministry, we need the tangible dynamic of the anointing of the Holy Spirit, Father. We pray our people would be moved by the power of the Spirit to share their faith, Father, to reach out to others and love in Jesus' Name. We pray that in their workplaces, they would be blessed, that they would have Your favour through the Spirit of excellence that is upon their lives, Father. We pray You'd give them boldness and faith, Lord, especially those who work in environments that are very secular and resistant to anyone who knows Jesus. But Father, we pray that there would be something special on our people. That people would come into contact with them like those who did in Daniel in days gone by, Father, and would notice there's a different spirit on this person. We pray for our church, Father. Let them have the fruit of the Holy Spirit oozing out of every pore of their life and be effective witnesses for you. Lord, we pray for those who struggle with confidence, with apologetics and doctrine and theology and Bible knowledge, but we pray they wouldn't struggle with the fruit of the Spirit. We pray they'd be the most loving, joyous, peaceful, gracious people, Lord, in their workplaces, in their schools, wherever they play, their hobbies. Let them stand out as followers of Jesus, Father. Not because they're religious, but because they have a deep personal relationship with you, Father because they are filled with your Holy Spirit. We pray for Desert Life Church, Lord. Lord, let it be a church that is distinguished, not by our stuff, but distinguished by the Spirit upon our people. Distinguished by love for God. Distinguished by a passion to serve like Jesus served. A passion to be salt and light in this world. Give it to us, God. Lord, we pray for the leaders in our church, from our staff and our senior leadership team and our board, all the different governance structures we have, all the different leadership teams we have, all the different volunteers we have in our church, Father. We pray they would not labor in their own strength, but that they would labor with the energy of God coursing through their soul, Father. We pray for every leader in our church. Give them great wisdom. Those involved in all the different layers of decision-making, Father and planning and management. We pray you'd give them strategic minds, God, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Give them great wisdom. Give them great wisdom. Give them insight, Father. Lord, I want to thank you for the people that stand beside Danielle and myself as we lead this church, Father. We pray, Lord, we need your wisdom. Every leader on our team needs your wisdom, God. We pray for Pastor Wayne and Lynn. And their role overseeing our church, Father, we pray for your grace and your favor upon their lives. Lord, in years to come, let the testimony be not that we were slick at what we do as a church, but that we were a place filled with the Holy Spirit. That we were people who knew Jesus Christ, served Him with passion. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Jesus, you said you would build your church. None of us in this room 
want to compete with you. So we don't think we're building anything, God, but we, we surrender our church to your feet, King Jesus. Any attempts to control or manipulate or divide or any of those things. Father, as a church, we come against those things and we yield it to your feet, King Jesus. You build your church, Lord. You build your church, Father. Lord, we thank you for the great blessing on our church. For the great favor that we've seen for 40 years in Alice Springs to raise up a church of influence, Lord. So many people in town have found faith here in this community. Thank you for the influence you've given us as a church, Lord. Thank you for all the different times people turn to us for help, for opinions, for, for, for answers, for visitation, Lord. Thank you that there's a DLC person in every industry in this town, God. Use them, we pray. Use them, we pray. I feel like just a few of us just need to raise our voices. Dave, why don't you play play the keys just a little bit louder? And I feel like we should just sing in the spirit for a little bit. Let's just sing over our church, hey? Let's just sing the life of God over our church. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Before we move on, the band are going to lead us in another song in a second, but I want to pray for you. You know, when you get to this point, we're not, we're nearly done actually, we've probably only got 20 more minutes to go, but uh, I want to pray for you to be filled up with the Holy Spirit. It's like a little mid-prayer meeting battery recharge actually. The Whenever Paul talks about prayer, somewhere nearby is a reference to praying in the Spirit, which means it's the Holy Spirit that's actually the source of our prayer. And, you know, we spend energy when we pray. But if you uh, pray in the Spirit, if you allow God's Holy Spirit to inspire and move and motivate you when you pray, then what happens is even though you're spending energy, there's something fundamentally energizing about doing it, isn't there? And uh, it's a bit of a secret for some of us to learn to pray our prayer lives like that. Let's just spend a couple of moments now just drinking in the presence and power of the Holy Spirit. Hey, Fill us back up, God. 
Lord, fill your people with your Holy Spirit right now. Wherever you are, just begin to receive the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. Just drink in God's presence. Drink in the Spirit of God. Father, thank you. Fill your people with your Spirit. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you are moving in this place. Thank you that you are filling us up, Lord. Thank you that within us, Jesus is rising up on the inside, God, in Jesus' name. We're toiling not in our own strength, but in yours, God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Look, some of us in this place, maybe we've been dry for a little while, and this is a good time to say, hey, God, fill me. Fill me with the fresh oil from heaven, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. The band are going to lead us in a song. And let's make this song a declaration over our region. And then some of our team are going to come and pray. Why don't you lead us, team? This evening I'm doing an offering moment with a difference. So you might remember that we have constant reminders in this church that we are a generous church. And this morning, Mez reminded us with a heap of examples about that. But have you ever thought how you might maintain your generosity? So the interesting thing is this evening... We've been actually doing that. 
because being grateful is one of those factors. Having a thankful heart is something that the research has found is a key to our generosity. And those who reported more grateful qualities had a stronger response in the reward centres of the brain and grateful people give more and maintain their generosity. So it's cool, eh? So that we get, if we get, are a thankful people, if we are a thankful uh, and blessed congregation and group of people, then we get to be more generous ourselves. So I'm going to pray this evening that that will translate into our own individual lives and I'm going to ask that God continue his hand of blessing in each of our lives so that we are thankful and hence more generous. So let's pray and give thanks to God. Lord Jesus, just thank you that you have made this place a generous place. Lord, I thank you, Father God, that there are heaps of examples that we can celebrate right now about your your generosity and we would just give you thanks right now for the ways that you have met our prayers and answered our prayers this evening and throughout every element of this church, through the missions, through the children, through every facet that we partake in in this particular church, Lord Jesus. We pray also, Lord, that you would open our eyes to see the need, Father God. Just let us be able to see in the Spirit the needs that you are raising up and be able to believe that you will supply those needs, Father God. And in that, to that end, Father God, we would just rededicate ourselves as living sacrifices to serve you this evening. Father God, we, we just offer ourselves afresh to you this evening and believe you for great things to be a part of our lives, not just leadership, but a part of our lives as we give thanks to you that we, you would express your generosity through us now. In Jesus' name. Hey church, um, I'll be praying for DLC kids and DLC families, but um, I just wanted to share a mini, really mini um, testimony. It's, it's not about me. I just think it's relevant to what we're going to pray about together. Um, I hope it's okay. It's, um, I grew up Catholic in a Catholic family, going to Mass um, every single Sunday, sometimes twice, three times. And um, I lived in a really tiny house where my, my, my dad's brother was sharing the house with us and the, the walls were not soundproof. So you could hear, which wasn't really good, you could hear everything that was going on on the other side and they could hear us. My dad's brother was a Christian and my dad, um, he, uh, my dad struggled with alcohol his whole life, still does to this day, but he's, he's an incredible person. So I grew up hearing my, as a little girl, hearing my uh, uncle pray aloud every single day. And I heard them worship. I saw them, uh, I saw how their life was different to mine. And 
I developed really, really early um, as a really young child um, a love for God in secret. And as I grew up in this house, some days my dad was drunk and would fight with my uncle and my uncle would just keep quiet. And then the next day when he thought nobody was home, he would just start praying again like he does all the time. And one day I heard him pray for my dad who just fought with him the day before and pray for us, um, our whole family. So I, I grew up and I started worshipping what I did not even know was worshipping, um, like in secret. I, I did not want anybody to see what I was doing. I was just looking out the window to see if my mom was coming because she was going to kill me. So um, I started lifting my hands before there was even anything like YouTube or anything like that. I started worshipping God with my whole heart, wishing that one day I would freely be able to do this. Um, and because of my uncle, I don't think he even knows, but because of him and because of what I've heard and of what I've witnessed, I am on this platform tonight. So I believe that what we do as adults and as, as parents, um, what, what we do, how we live our life and what we say is very, very important to the little, little eyes, the little hearts and little minds that are watching us. So um, I've got a couple of scriptures here and then um, we can just start um, praying together. Isaiah 54, 13 says that all your children shall be taught by the Lord and great shall be the peace of your children. And Proverbs 22, 6 says to train up a child in the way he should go and even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Now, when I've written down my, my prayer because I want to read the prayer, well, read the prayer because I want to be specific and intentional about um, praying for our DLC kids and our families. So if you would join me, join your voices to mine, and let's just lift these kids and these, um, our kids and our family together. Lord, we thank you for your grace, your love, and your faithfulness. We come to you tonight in humility and in boldness with our prayer and our petition. As young adults, leaders, carers, teachers, parents to be, young parents, mature parents, grandparents. And we ask that you equip us, Lord, to train this new generation in the way they should go, as your word says, so that when they grow up, they do not depart from it, God. God, you initiated, you loved first. God, help us to love these children the same way that you love us, with no other plans in our hearts and our minds, but to help them know you and serve you. Help us, help these kids find their way to a secure attachment, Lord. And Lord, if there is any plan that is not your plan for them, you will take our hands and you will get us to rip our list when it comes to our children, the list of things that we have for our kids that is robbing them from the very purpose you have created them for. Our greatest mission, Lord, is to give them a love that is equivalent to the love that you've given to us, regardless of our brokenness. We pray for intentionality, for clarity, purpose, and meaning in raising little kids. Lord, we pray for the families of DLC. 
dealing with sickness, addiction, violence, financial stress, or any other attack of the enemy, Lord. We stand against these lies and trust that you are God, the God of the impossible. And we ask, Lord, because we know you never sleep. We know you never get tired of hearing our prayers. And we ask in the powerful and mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hello, my name is JD, and I'm uh, going to lead us in prayer over our DLC youth uh, group. And uh, so please uh, join me in lifting our prayers up to God. Father, thank you so much for the youth that you have uh, blessed us with in our lives, Lord God. Please uh, be with them, Lord Jesus, and please help them continue to know and learn more about you, God, that they would be a light to this world, Jesus. And please uh, thank you for all the leaders, the youth leaders that are working with them, Lord Jesus. Please be with them, God. And right now, I'd especially like to lift up the teachers, Jesus. There, I know there's a few in this room. Please give them patience, as I know it's a tough job, because I know my dad was a teacher his entire life, God. So please be with the teachers, God, Jesus. Give them patience. As these youth grow up in a world that is increasingly divided, full of fear, full of anger, that our teachers, Lord Jesus, would be a light to them, that they would show love, compassion, understanding, Lord Jesus, because a lot of these kids, that's the only thing they're going to be able to see, God. So please let our teachers reflect you at all times, Lord God, and please be with the parents who have youth. Please give them patience. Please continue to let them be a light. As I know that if their kids are anything like I was, Lord God, that please let them... Uh, be understanding as they continue to grow up into excellent young men and women, Lord God. And just please help these youth, Lord. Reach out to not just our DLC youth. Let help our youth reach out to all the youth in this community, Lord Jesus, that they would be the light, that they would be the ones that would go out and reach this town, Lord God, and that they would, the world would notice that our youth are different because of you, Lord God. And I would just like to um, thank you, Lord Jesus, once again, Lord, for all these people, God, and that we have the ability to come here and freely, freely worship you, Lord God, and that we can just pray and lift up all these needs, Lord God. And uh, in Jesus' name, amen. Okay, I'm going to pray for salvation and for Jesus' encounters. If there was ever a time that we needed to see Jesus in this town and have encounters with Jesus, it's right now. If there was ever a time we needed to see salvations, it's around this town right now. And we're going to pray for that in a moment and lift the name of Jesus up and pray for salvations right across this town. You don't have to look too far in the Bible to find encounters with Jesus. Pastor Ben earlier on was talking about Paul. Paul, a great man of God, started off in life persecuting Christians and killing Christians. And look what happened. He had an encounter with Jesus on the road, turned his life around and went to be one of the greatest persons that was ever on the face of this earth. What an amazing person. Then in John 4, we had the woman at the well, just a common woman, went up for a, get some water from the well, met Jesus, had an encounter with Jesus, had salvation with Jesus, went back to a town and transformed the whole town, sent them to Jesus. What an amazing person, what an amazing encounter with Jesus. And then some years ago, there was these transformation videos and DVDs that come out. There was a church meeting just like we are tonight in a hall. A whole lot of people passionate to see revival, passionate to see 
a change in their town, a passionate to see encounters with Jesus. They had similar situations in that town to what we have in our town here. So much unrest and dysfunction. They met in a hall on one accord and started to pray. And as they were praying, all of a sudden throughout the, the whole hall, they heard this sound like a wind blowing through the place. And they thought it was a sound system. They turned the sound system off, but that wind continued to blow. They had an encounter with Jesus. And through, through, through those prayers that they had that night, that whole town was changed for Jesus. Not just a little bit, everything was changed. There were no more alcohol problems in that town. There were no more stealing in that town. There was no more social unrest, no more abuse. There were people turning to God one after one after one after. And that's what we're going to pray for tonight. So we're going to pray together as one. I don't just want to pray. I want to hear you praying as well. We're going to pray for godly encounters in our workplaces and in all the people that we meet right around this town. And we're going to pray for salvation. So come on, let's pray. Father God, we just lift up this town to you right now, Lord. Father God, we just pray that we see encounters on a daily basis, Father God. As we go about our work, Father, in the supermarkets, in the workplace, Father, um, everywhere we meet, Father, in the sports field, Lord, we just pray that we'll have godly encounters. Father God, that we see Jesus rise up in this town, Father. Lord, we just pray that this whole town will be changed, transformed, Father, to a town that's known, Father, for its salvation, a town that's known for you, Father. Father God, we just ask that you'll sweep your Holy Spirit right through this whole place, Father. Lord, like your wind will just blow in, Father God, and blow right through, and we'll just see this place change for you, Lord. And Lord, we just pray, Father, that you'll use each one of us, Father. And from tonight onwards, Father, it'll be different, Lord. When we go home tonight, Father, we will have encounters on the way home. When we get up in the morning and go to work, we will have encounters, Father. Lord, our life will just represent you, Father. We'll just be a reflection of you. And we just thank you for that in your precious name. Amen. Amen. Good evening, church. I'm here to pray for local mission, both here in this town and in around our Alice Springs region. So in two weeks' time, we have one key event coming up in the life of the church, which is called Let's Help Day. This year, we're going to be across four different sites, helping out a group called DASA, that's Drug and Alcohol Services Australia. They do an incredible job, unsung heroes in our community, in bringing people who you know have such hard addiction problems and bringing them back into society, bringing them back to be able to be with their family and to be independent and providers for their family and to real to bring hope to them. And so that's what we want to build into. We want to help them in whatever little way we can. Would you join with me? Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for DASA. We pray that with whatever we can bring on this weekend, that we can bless these people. We can bless the staff, Father. We can bless their clients, Lord. And we can just, just in a minute way, Lord, bring hope into their lives, Lord. That we can give them an insight into what Jesus thinks about them, Lord. We can bring love through each and every one of their vol our volunteers into them, Lord. I pray that you would develop this relationship we have with DASA, that this would not just be a one-off event, Lord, but would be a beginning of a wonderful, fruitful relationship together, Lord. Lord, I pray that as we as volunteers gather together in your name, that you would bless it, bless our work, Lord, bless our fellowship together, Lord, and may we be stronger as a church as a result of this, Lord. 
Lord, I pray for the organising team that you would help us to tie it all together, Lord, across four sites with feeding everyone, Lord, with logistics and materials, Lord, that it would just come together beautifully, Lord, for your name's sake, Jesus. Amen. Also coming up, we have Christmas. So, we've got a number of outreach events planned, such as Carols by Candlelight. DLC has its own Christmas performance coming up, so be sure to be there for that. And, uh, and we also arrange Christmas hampers for various um, groups and organisations around uh, Alice Springs. So, let us pray. Lord, would you enable the leaders and multiply their efforts to benefit the community and to glorify your name, Lord. Lord, may your name be glorified in these actions that we do, Lord. May there be benefit and blessing to each person who attends and each person who receives these hampers, Lord. Yes, amen. Um, we'll also pray for the existing relationships we have all throughout Alice Springs. So just to name off a few, we've got Alice Outcomes, Bradshaw Primary, CMS, Gap Youth Centre, Women's Shelter, the prison, the hospital. I'm sure there's many more. Heavenly Father, I pray that you would give us insight and guidance into how we can continue to build on these relationships, Lord, so that we can continue to bless them with the materials you have given us, Father, in time and in resources, Father, so that your name may be glorified, so that with what you've given us, we can be reaching the lost, we can be reaching the vulnerable, we can be reaching the poor, the stricken, the vulnerable, Father. Lord, lead us. Lead us into the future opportunities, Lord. Show us what open doors there are for us to walk into, Father. Show us what walls you are calling us to break down in this community. May we be reaching out into all demographics, Father, into the indigenous, into the immigrants, into the youth and the elderly, into families and into the lonely and lost, Father. May we be your light in this community. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's worship, church. Paul wrote to the Corinthian church in, and in his second letter in verse, uh, chapter 5, verse 14, he says, For Christ's love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all and therefore all died. And he died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. I love this scripture. It's really just the first three lines that gets me. Christ's love compels us, compels us. And when we come around mission, we're going to pray for our mission partners right now. And he encourages me when we think it's his love, that it's his love that compels us to reach out to others, to lift our voice to others, to give a hand where a hand is needed for others. And so as we pray just now for our missionaries around the world, I also want to be praying for us as a church that our hearts would be open to be loving others in such a way because we can't help it. We can't help it because he's, His love has compelled us to see what He sees, 
to hear His cry for the nations and for individuals, not only down our street and across our road, but around the world. So would you join me as we pray? We have missionaries in Uganda, in Vietnam, in Lesotho, in China. We want to start as a church, we're going to start praying about what we can do in East Timor. So would you lift your voice? I'm going to pray. Please pray as well, because we want to soak them in prayer. These amazing men and women around the world. Lord, we thank you that your love compels us. It compels our missionaries around the world to leave everything they have and to go and to be your light, to be your hands, to be your feet in communities who need to know you, individuals who need to know your love, who need to be, um, um, make, who need to meet you, Lord God, and know that you have a love for them that is overflowing, a love for them that transforms their life, a love for them that reconciles them to you, that they can live in grace, that they can live in your truth, that they can be set free in Jesus' name because your love because you went first, Jesus. You went first. You made a way for us that when there was no way. And Lord, there are people that don't know. They don't know about your sacrifice. They don't know about your love, but they need it. They need your love, Lord. And we pray. We pray for our missionaries and we pray for us as individuals in this church because we are missionaries here in this town. And we ask, Lord, that you will uh, empower us, Lord God, to be a voice, to be your hands, to be your feet, to be your light, to be your grace, Lord Jesus, to bring forgiveness, Lord, where it's needed, to bring light and love where it's needed. Lord Jesus, we pray you will help us, give us words when we don't have words to just say, do you know Jesus? He loves you. And Lord, for our missionaries, give them wisdom. We pray for your power, your Holy Spirit power to work in those communities where they are representing you, Jesus. We pray for a Holy Spirit movement in those places that people will come to know you and know your love and your truth. Lord God, we pray that our mission rules will know that you are empowering them. Even right now, they know, Lord God, that you have sent them, that they are sent ones into these locations. And we pray for communities to be transformed in Jesus' name. We pray that whenever they feel like they're down, downhearted, Lord Jesus, remind them that you are with them. Remind them that they have your power within them, Lord Jesus, and that they've been sent with a purpose, a purpose that is for your heart and for reconciliation to the world. We pray this in Jesus' name. We lift them up to you, God, and we pray, fill them, Lord God, fill them with your Holy Spirit power. And Lord, bring transformation in those communities, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, church. Amen. Praise the Lord. I've been asked to pray for all of the problems in Australia and around the world. So I guess it's just become an all-night prayer meeting. No, just kidding. Uh, we're just going to pray. There's, there's so many issues around the world. that, uh, and, and the thing is, God knows. God knows everything, every need. He knows every need that we have. He knows every need that this nation has, that this world has. When I was pondering what I really feel God wants us to pray into today, I, I really sense that there's a spirit of division over the world. There's a spirit of division over our community over our nation, over the nations, and over the world. And that division, it, it goes right throughout so many areas. It's political division, it's, it's family division, it's medical division. There's division in all sorts of different ways now. And, and in, on every issue of importance that rises up, or every crisis, like COVID's the classic one we're going through right now, but every time something arises, what we see that arises with it is a spirit of division. And so I just really want to pray into that tonight. Let's pray together. Father God, we thank you, Lord, that you are the almighty God. You are the creator of the heavens and the earth. Lord, that you created and when you created, you said it is good. Lord, because you created this world to be good. You created people in your image. 
Lord, to manage, to oversee, to rule over this world and to subdue it, Father God. And Lord, we, we just stand against the, the spirits that would come across the nation, this nation and the nations, Lord, a spirit of division in particular. Lord, we see such division, Lord, between male and female, between family members, between worldviews, between beliefs, between political sides, Lord, just in, in so many ways, Lord, this division that rises up. And Father, we pray for a spirit of unity to flow throughout the world, Lord. We pray that your spirit would bring peace, Lord, that you would you would bring reconciliation, that you would bring people together, Father. Lord, nations, that you would bring them together. People within nations, that you would bring them together. Father, even political parties, Lord, people who, who, who get into things like politics with, with, with the greatest of intentions, Lord, but become part of the problem. Father, we just stand against this, this division and this conflict that rises up in so many areas, Lord, and we pray that that this world would start to see peace flow, Lord. Peace, not just a, some ethereal notion of peace, Lord, but the Prince of Peace would flow into this world, Lord. The Prince of Peace would rise up, Lord, and, and that you would draw people together as you draw them to you. Father, we pray that your spirit would flow over, over the, our nation in particular, Lord. Lord, that, uh, that there would be uh, j just some incredible examples, Lord, of, of even people that are in open conflict, people that are in division, Lord, that, that suddenly they, they would sit down and they would see that, that, that division doesn't solve anything, Lord, that, that, uh, that we sit down together and we talk and we reconcile, Lord, because you are the God of reconciliation. And Lord, you died so that we could be reconciled with you. And I pray, Lord, that, there, that our nations would be reconciled to you. Lord, we pray that, uh, that, that your spirit would flow into individual hearts and also over nations around this world, in Jesus' name. Amen. In just a moment, I'm going to get the band to lead us in a closing song. Hey, I really want to thank you for coming out to pray tonight. You guys have done an amazing job. You should go home and have a Gatorade or a glass of water or something like that. <laughs> See your medical professional before you follow any of my advice. Um, but hey, I really want to say thank you. And uh, we do this prayer encounter night once a month. And now that we don't run our Sunday night services, we don't need to run it as a service. So it's just a good old fashioned prayer meeting. Who had a good time? I did. I think you guys did an amazing job. So thank you. And uh, We'll make sure that our team has it all in the calendar and everything so you can find out when the next ones are and plan to be with us and pray. Let's see God do something amazing in this part of the world, hey, and through us as well. I'm going to pray for you and then we're going to sing and you can feel free to go home and uh, enjoy. So thank you for being with us tonight. Father, I thank you for my friends in this room, for my friends online. Father, I pray in Jesus' name, your grace upon them. Lord, bless them. Let your face smile upon them, Father, in Jesus' name. Send them with great blessing this week. Whatever they do, whatever their hand finds to do, Father, this week, let it be done in the favour of God, with the grace of God and the blessing of God on it. We pray in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Let's finish with one loud shout of praise and uh, you can go. God bless.
Church. Hasn't it been a great night? Yes. And we're so glad you came. Um, we'll see you next week. Have a lovely rest of your week.